And now it's time for Frederick County Sports Weekend, a talk around the Frederick sports scene with your host, Steve Nibbs. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Frederick County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibbs, and today, certainly a very special guest with us, the member of the Ligonier High School State Championship team in 2009, All-American at Wisconsin, and a um, right starting right tackle for the Super Bowl 56 champions, Mr. Rob Havenstein. And Rob, thank you for taking some time with us today. Certainly appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Steve. Thanks for having me on. Indeed. So let's go back in time here, Rob, and, and talk about your years at Ligonor with Coach Rick Connor and the influence he had in this whole process. Uh, yeah, no, obviously Coach Connor was a huge influence on me, and um, uh, you know I think he was one of the most positive influence I had around him, him and my dad as well, obviously. But um, he was a uh, he was he was a great leader, which has shown all throughout his career to go to how many state cha- championships he's done and from Linger High School, and it's, it's unbelievable. But he's a great teacher, he's a great coach, and he's just an even better man. And when I started getting a little bit of notoriety, which was, you know, me and uh, Zach Swinnick at the time started kind of getting it, he was he was never leaning one way on the fence or the other about where he wanted to see us go from high school. It was always just, he was always just, you know, the people fans. He always used to say, hey, I'm just a Rob Havenstein fan. I'm not a Wisconsin fan. I'm just a Rob Havenstein <laughs> fan. Or he's yep. not a Penn State fan or Maryland or wherever it was. He just wanted to see his, the people he knew and coached and liked succeed. And um, honestly, to stay that biased is, uh, or unbiased, excuse me, is to uh-huh. just be, you know, it just really shows you how much of a, just a, a true down-to-earth, you know, character-led man that he is. Oh, indeed, and his, it, 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 uh, I've known Coach Connor since he came to Frederick County, and uh, everything about him certainly explains why he was one of the best, is one of the best, I should say, and has been. As the record speaks for itself. Not only one wins and losses, but his relationships with his players. Was, was there a time back then, Rob, that you may have, was thinking that that the dream of playing the next level and then beyond might have started. Um. Uh, yeah, you know that's actually kind of a difficult question. So I started playing football ninth grade year. So I mean, I always, I guess my fit, you know, my main sport was always coming up playing basketball. So when I started playing football for the first three years, I was really trying to, you know, figure out my right foot for my left. And, <laughs> okay. uh, and then obviously the, you know, the size I had kind of drew me into colleges and right. I, I, I knew I was going to play uh ball, or, you know, at least, you know, D one football. Um, but I didn't really know to like true beyond. Right. And it's not that I, you know, I didn't even really know that I was going to go to the NFL. I just, it didn't even cross my mind because when you know when I first got to Wisconsin, I was just trying to make it through, you know, <laughs> what you know, fresh, fresh and stuff. I was just right. trying to make it through this year, you know, until about probably my redshirt sophomore year. That's yeah, not even your redshirt junior year. Um, I some guys that I were really close with and real good friends with started 
getting drafted and going to the league and me having a firsthand experience of knowing how they train and how they play and um, kind of knowing those guys and actually seeing them out there playing on Sundays. That's when I was like, okay, this is, you know, this, this can be realistic if I, uh, you know, kind of lock in and do what I got to do and do exactly what those guys taught me, taught me to do. So, so at, during that time at Wisconsin is when things really started to, to seem like a reality could come true. Yeah, but it was, I mean, it was, I mean, way in the you know, yeah. latter half of my, <laughs> okay. of, my, of my college career. For the first three years, it was yeah. just trying to, you know, for the first couple of years, it was trying to be trying to be the first backup. Then it was, all right, try to be a starter. And then it was like, all right, try to be a better starter. And then it was try to be the best starter you can be. And then it kind of snowballed into, you know, after I got into my senior year, like, okay, this is a true reality. Right. I set myself up to, to kind of, you know, go to that next level, you know, if that's, you know, what I want and choose to do. And, um, you know, then it was just, you know, be a, uh, be a leader of the team and, you know, go out and play some good ball. Uh, indeed. Uh, Rob, um, was, was the transition from high school to college or from college to pros, was there, was one a little tougher than the other or, uh, how did that work with you as far as transitioning from high school to college ball and then from college ball to the pros? Uh, I mean, honestly, it's just such a different game kind of when you go from every level. Um, I, I know it, you're still playing football, but it's, you know, when you're an 18-year-old coming out of, you know, high school, and then all of a sudden you're, you know, out there stepping on the field with, you know, 21, 20 right sometimes 22 year old at that point men uh, you know obviously that, that that can be or no that is you know intimidating and you know if, if you're not kind of already set up and uh, you know set up to make that jump physically like if you've been matured that you know that much to that point uh, and you can do it but a lot of guys including myself need need those years to kind of mature out of uh you know, just growing up and, you know, becoming, becoming a man. And when you get out to the, uh, to the pros, um, I think people don't realize, realize this, but, you know, you go through your senior year of football and then right after your senior year of football in college, I'm, I'm saying you go straight from that to basically combine training right? to basically to write into, if you're lucky enough to go to an all-star game to, Pro to pro day training to getting ready for the draft, and you're—I mean—you're working out from you know starting day of camp, your senior year of college, all the way till the end of your rookie year, which is now seventeen games. So you really—I mean—you get maybe a week or two where you you got to lay off a little bit, but I mean you're going, so you're very well prepared um, with as long as you're kind of doing what you got to do, right. uh, you know, physically to go ahead and take that. And then you just got to get to the mental aspect of things and realize how that really equates to the, uh, you know, to the NFL. Gotcha. So if you step back a little bit here, what was it about Wisconsin that, that kind of hooked you? Um, well, my whole family is uh, originally from Michigan. 
Okay. So I've got a lot of uh, mid uh, Midwest ties. It's not like I didn't have anything going on over there. Right. Um, and then just kind of looking and seeing that I did a little research on on Madison and everything seemed you know offensive line you and they had a bunch of guys coming out and um, you know kind of looked into a little more. Took a trip there and I mean the campus is beautiful. So it's an isthmus, which means it's between two lakes and. Uh, you go there in the fall, and you know it's it's got all the trees and the lakes, oh, and obviously there's wow. beer and cheese everywhere. So who doesn't <laughs> love that? <laughs> yeah. Um, what really hooked me was uh, when I walked into the weight room for the first time as a recruit, and I, I was they were going to introduce me to some of the guys, and you know me being a you know six eight six well six seven and six eight in cleats, we'll say right. Okay. And, um, you know, when I walked into the weight room to meet the other offensive linemen, you know, I'm, I'm looking dudes in the eyes, and you know, everyone, <laughs> you know, everyone's six six, six seven. I mean, the shortest guy we had was probably a you know six four center who ha- you know happened to be Travis Frederick, one of the best yes you know centers centers to ever play, and um, so I just kind of knew there. And then once I started getting around the guys and you know, kind of hearing some more things. I was like, and, you know, just the opportunity to get out and, you know, meet some new people and see some new things, um, kind of see see what I was about, um, and then, you know, go from there. Well, certainly having the family ties does help because I, I understand, you know, you're away from home. Uh, you like to have some connection close by, and that, that certainly made sense because you had, you know, offers – uh, from what Penn State, Maryland, Virginia, Wake Forest, and West Virginia. So, you're, you're you certainly were looking uh, good good schools, good programs looking at you uh, to, to play it at, at there. You now after you got went through everything, you got drafted in the second round, fifty six, fifty seventh pick overall. That that's that's quite impressive, Rob. Uh, and that had to be a proud moment for you. Yeah. Uh, I didn't expect to go that high. Um, I'm still kind of, I still kind of forget every now and again that I was picked up in the second round. Just said, I I don't perceive myself, you know, I've seen some other second rounders. I'm like, well, I'm not in that class, (laughs) you know, a a, a player, but it was, um, I mean, we had, I, I was back in Maryland at the time and, and, and we had a little, uh, a little party with just some some friends and family, and um, uh, I, like I wasn't physically watching the draft when I got the call. But it was on in the background, but I was playing cards with my family, <laughs> okay. and, and then my my phone happened to ring, and I was like, "What in the you know <laughs> yeah. what the hell is going on here?" Right. And uh, you know, but it was it was an exciting moment. It was I was I was very very glad, very happy to kind of have to have the thing over with. I was trying to prepare myself for. You know what can be a you know a stressful stressful couple of days for a lot of guys, but um, you know once that is off, I had I had a lot of good mentors and friends uh, in ahead of me in Wisconsin that kind of tells you that 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 moment doesn't define your career. So right. whether it goes good or bad, you still got to go out there and do the work. And so that was kind of had to when I went outside because I don't get service in my house. I went outside to talk. And, you know, came back. And I had to take a couple seconds to. Well, sure. It seemed like a minute. It was probably, yeah, but I was just kind of sitting there breathing and talking to myself. And, <laughs> but, 
it was a uh, it was an incredible moment and something I'm going to remember for a long time. A- indeed, and now you you know here you're drafted uh, in um, 2015 uh, in the second round, and since then, uh, Robbie's in the league now seven years with the Rams organization, and the the ability to play and start as many games consecutively that you have, what, what are some things that you, you know, you've had to make sure you try and do to, and they keep that going? Um, you know, the formula doesn't really change between, you know, that and college, obviously college, you just capped off at four or five years, whatever it happens to be. Right. You know, the, the actual formula stays the same. You know, it's, it's, it's taking care of your body. It's taking care of your, whether it's your family or, you know, who you, you know, or your immediate family or your, you know, your actual wife and kids or whatever it is, you know, making sure everything's good on that front. Um, kind of having everything in line to when you can, you know, when you have to settle down and truly focus on football, um, you know, you can, you're not, you know, thinking about one thing while you're out there trying to, you know, work on your kick set or something like that. You know, your your coach is talking talking to you about a correction, and you're thinking about, you know, Friday night or yeah. something like that, you know, or you <laughs> yeah. know, whatever it happens to be. But um, and then I think that which you can't take this lightly. It's honestly just still having a true love for the game. You know, you've right. had, I've seen a lot of guys retire and not make it or kind of fizzle out and just whether it's you know their choice or not it's you know you can you know you gotta you gotta truly love it and uh that's something i can still honestly say i you know i do now and um you know i couldn't be more thankful for the ranch organization for you know sticking with me there for a couple of years and uh you know i was just excited to be a part of this uh this past team and you know looking forward to uh, everything coming in the future indeed well certainly uh, coach feels uh, very highly about you and his comments on, on your play. Um, just some of the questions everybody likes to ask, Rob. You know, you out of curiosity, you know, what is the toughest li- defensive lineman you have you face? Um, you know, it's tough. It, you know, I, and I, I, I do get that question right. a lot. You're right. I, Go ahead. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, you know, I know the, the basically the answer is, you know, it's probably a, a good number of them because they're professional. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, they're all professional. They're all really good. And then honestly, it, it might vary from year to year. Um, some guy gets hot during a season and he just, you know, he's playing with that confidence and maybe he's on, you know, he's out there and it looks like he's unblockable. A heck of times it may even feel like he's you know, unblockable. <laughs> right. He might be a completely other guy next year. Could be the same guy, but, you know, there's a whole list of guys. You know, Miles Garrett, Khalil Mack, Cam Jordan, T.J. Watt. Uh, I mean, Chandler Jones. It's, you know, you know, guys who are consistently in the talk for defensive player of the year. Right. Shoot, some some of those guys, MVP of the league. I mean, it's just, you <laughs> yeah. know, they're uh, – you know they're incredible athletes and they're incredibly gifted at what they do, and it's uh, certainly it's nice to have big, Aaron Donald. Okay, certainly nice to have Aaron Donald on your side. Yeah, no doubt. So <laughs> I've, I've been joking with it because I've been with Aaron for 
you know, my whole career, he's just he's a year older than me, or coming out of St. Louis, and uh, you know, if he ever goes somewhere else, I'm gonna void my contract. <laughs> if either, if I can't, there you go. <laughs> I can't sign to the to the active roster wherever he goes. I'll sign to the practice squad. But there you go. Make sure I never actually have to play him in a game. Indeed, uh, and another teammate of yours. I'm, uh, you know, I guess it's been. Uh, a mentor of sorts and, uh, and a big help is the fellow on the opposite side of the line from you, Andrew Whitworth. Absolutely. And what he yeah, has yeah, absolutely. Uh, done for you, I'm sure that there's that there's been that help. And he seems like the, the, the fellow that everybody talks about. Yeah. No, and, uh, you're not just talking about him because he's 40. You know, you're not just talking about him because he's a you know, left tackle at that age doing that with that many starts that many pro bowls all pros whatever it is honestly you're talking about him because he's a hell of a player and he's been you know he's just an even better guy you know right. he's a he's a he's a true leader in every sense of the word and mm-hmm. not just for a football team every community that he steps into he he absolutely uplifts and gives his time gives his money gives advice whatever you know whatever it is and whatever he can give him and his family are just incredibly generous and just you know you know, unbelievable, and they've done some amazing things in the city of LA. And um, but, you know, I I couldn't be uh, more thankful to have a guy like Andrew Whitworth kind of kind of bring me in. On honestly, in some shaky years, whether it's my play or the just team play, we weren't very good. And yeah. then kind of you know cuddling up under his wing, and you know having him kind of teach me, you know, hey, what it means to be a, a pro. Honestly, like what it means to be you know a true man of this profession and you know to go about your day and to bring people along with you whether they want to or sometimes the guys just need a little push and uh you know that's something that he's just a uh unbelievable guy at indeed and and, unfortunately we start to run short on time here i see i had uh, a lot of other things I certainly would love to, to talk with you about. Maybe we can get another chance. Uh, but a special moment for me, and I, I spoke to you earlier about this, and I want everyone to know, uh, back in your senior year of high school, uh, that, and we still have what we call unified sports, and that's where uh, athletes and special need uh kids get together and they're a former team and they have three seasons tennis in the fall bocce ball in the winter and track and field in the spring and i had the pleasure of seeing you come over uh at, during the spring season the, the county championships at tj and uh, this it, it's it allowed me to see what a uh, you know, the young man that you were at the time and certainly gave me an indication of what you were going to, what kind of young man you were, period. And that was a special teammate you had uh, during that that uh, unified season. Yeah, well, well, thank you. You know, as we were talking before, you know, I'm just, honestly, it's just the people in my life who have helped me out and pushed me into, into things that are just absolutely for the better. But it was, uh, you know, I, I got to thank Mr. Beaver for, you know, pushing me to, you know, to get into it and to get active because that was just an unbelievable experience. And honestly, you know, I wish I, I wish I would have done more earlier. And, um, but it was a, uh, it was an incredible experience with, you know, I met some incredible people and uh, honestly, some incredible athletes and, and it was a lot of fun. Indeed. And that, 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 that teammate of yours, she really, 
that did look up to you and you and 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 served as a mentor. I could see that uh, she, that you meant a great deal of her as far as what how she was doing during each meet, and so uh, that that was outstanding, Rob. And I I, I want to. Uh, that was impressed me back then, and I and it's uh, certainly gave me an insight to me uh, the kind of man you are and what you've become. You have a family now, you have two daughters, I believe. Uh, I know that's the center of your life, uh, uh, and certainly want to thank you for taking some time today, uh, and and uh, you know certainly wishing you the very best and su- continued success in your career, however long it lasts, but you certainly have made this era. You're very proud. And as you mentioned earlier, we have a lot of Rob Havenstein fans here in Frederick and will continue to do so. So Rob, thank you again. And I appreciate you taking the time to be with me. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate you for having me on. Indeed. You've been listening to the Frederick County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibbs. See you next time. Past editions of this program are available in the audio vault at WFMD.com. News Radio 930.